welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my god. I am so I'm I'm so excited for this. Just welcome to Not Podcast. I'm your host, Han or Hannah, whichever you prefer. And this is Brooke. This is Brooke. Brookie. I don't know how to say your last name, so that's Brooke. Yes. So yeah, I wanna just dive right into it, but first you know the disclaimers. Um I'm currently a little bit a little brief about myself as well. I'm a psychology student and the sources, definitions, um, all come from licensed psychologists, therapists, counselors, and, med- and mental health uh, medical professionals as well. Um, but yeah, um, I'm so glad that you're tuning in, watching, listening, however you're tuning into this, is going to be a good one. So I don't like to keep the introductions like 50 minutes. I like to go right in. So... As you can tell by the title of one of the titles, the abusive relationship with new age. So honestly, I want to just get started, like basically how I got into new age. If you don't know what that is, um, it's basically a compiling of different religions, astrology, tarot, but it's under the guise of like freedom from religion. And it's really... It's like a collection of different religions put under yeah. one doctrine and boom, you have new age. Basically follow different doctrines from Hinduism, Buddhism, cherry picking out of every single religion, mm-hmm. including some from Christianity. Yeah. And basically create your own doctrine. But the way like how I was I got I was indoctrinated into it in 2019. I got into it because I had extreme extreme trauma. I experienced a traumatic event and I was seeking healing. And at the time, I wasn't aware of, you know, medication and therapy because at that time, my mind was like, you know, therapy equals psych ward or medication yeah. equals spirit of pharmacia. I was like pretty much, you know, stricken by fear around these subjects. So... I went to New Age spirituality and I basically leaned on those practices because at that time that was the only thing that seemed like a good opportunity. So honestly, I use a bunch of different methods, um, whether it is like witchcraft or chakra healing, Reiki healing, along those lines that all of that falls under New Age. So whether you just practice one thing or many things, all of that is still New Age spirituality. So... um, one of the doctrines that I basically learned is the specific doctrine is one of the most detrimental belief systems for a human being's mental health. And it's called the higher self doctrine. We'll get into that a little bit. Or belief that you have a higher spiritual version slash extension of yourself that you have to manually maintain to keep yourself out of vibration high enough to reach enlightenment or basically to operate out of your higher self. So how was your... Um, experience coming out of new age book so like coming out of new age i didn't feel like i could ever be free without the use of everything that it says will keep you safe so Mm -hmm. my journey with new age the relationship i should say like a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. it started in 2016 and it started with just like a curiosity within a ouija board just like oh yeah just experimenting because like i'd heard stories of it then it kind of spread to astrology and Mm -hmm. i started wearing like my astrology sign around my neck or Mm -hmm. like finding reasons of how that represented like who i was and i just started realizing that after coming out of it all of it was just kind of like snapped out like it was a completely different reality that i was living in Mm -hmm. and so then as soon as i came out of new age it was like my entire way of living like i felt safer than kind of like the mask that it put over it so right if i had to feel like i had to have like certain crystals or certain stones that i had Mm -hmm. to bring with me out or keep in my pocket or um, just bringing certain ones depending on like what it like stood for or like the properties it had Mm -hmm. Um, like I just realized that I was giving it those properties it never had them and so through me giving it that it made me basically it became very like obsessive and Mm -hmm. any experience like I'd ever had with OCD was very amplified during this time right 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 I was gonna say how it really for me i was i grew a codependency on tarot cards and astrology more so tarot cards because i 
was suffering through trauma and you know when you have anxiety you get, you're very uncomfortable with the unknown yeah and when you have tarot or any spiritual outlets you feel like you know more things about your situations mm-hmm. and your surroundings so you feel more safe and comfortable and when you say when you mentioned ocd i was also going to say that how it really reinforced ocd in my life it really didn't develop until age 19 around the same time i had Mm -hmm. that severe traumatic incident and the same time i got into new age so a mixture of all that and i was slowly being indoctrinated like as you like it's like a domino effect like when you get into one thing you bounce to this thing and this thing and this thing and that's like the pro the slow process of indoctrination and how your belief systems can be twisted and distorted so um, I definitely developed OCD because of one of the doctrines in New Age that taught me that <clears throat> my thoughts create reality and I wanted to control everything. Could you talk more on that? Of course. Of course I will. Go, go. <laughs> but um, first thing I want to talk about, one of the doctrines that I feel like is the most detrimental is the higher self doctrine. Um, basically, to reach your higher self, it had to take these external practices whether you're meditating or with your crystals or um, doing the things that they think is beneficial for your specific astrological sign and when i would do these things i would feel a temporary spiritual high to the point where i thought that i was on my higher self but when i wouldn't feel that anymore i would feel terrible like no i need to feel the spiritual high 24 7 even using that high as a mask for my own unresolved trauma and issues. And I think it did more damage than good overall. Like, like honestly, when you think of New Age, people obviously, they'll be like, well, New Age helped me, New Age healed me. It's like when you go into an abusive relationship, it's yeah. always good in the beginning. The narrative is sunshine and everything. But <clears throat> the process of being indoctrinated in the abuse, it's very subconscious it's slow and you don't really realize it's happening until you get out of it and that's that's kind of the scary part whether you're in new age religion or you're in an abusive relationship with an individual and like that's one thing i realized is like ever since coming out of new age like even when i just hear people just in passing at work friend groups you know just like continuing to talk about astrology it just i never realized like how different of a reality I was living in simply Mm -hmm. by believing in that. Yeah. Because it's like now, um, like, it's like everyone I was classifying, you know, like I'd see people out in public and I could just like guess what their sign was and I really felt like I knew it. And Mm -hmm. like one thing was like a new age, any spiritual gifts that you have that have been given to you, you see as almost like self-proclaimed powers. And so Mm -hmm. like if you have, let's say like the spiritual gift of discernment, you're going to say that you have like intuition and you're going to try and strengthen your third eye through like you were mentioning meditation. Mm -hmm. You could like just try and reach that higher self so that you can become more aligned to then like reach higher states of being. And Mm -hmm. then once you like think that it kind of like puts you at a place where you can see people like lower than you. So like rather than seeing yeah, like kind of put everybody on a pedestal, dude. Exactly. Like you have almost a proclaimed power to yourself because right. you know what you've been doing, right? To like be better and be your higher self. So that means everybody else is still like their lower worldly self. And then the Right. Part, I thought yeah. of everybody as like delinquent style. But yes. it's like it wasn't that aggressive, but the religion when you're in new age it's a religion no matter what people say it is it's it's a religion it's a compilation of different religions making a whole new what's ironic is it basically states like it's not a religion like that's pretty much i mean it's very paradoxical it's very hypocritical and it's like the more that you're in religion you hear that negative voice because even when you run into a religious person whether they're new age or whether they're a christian religious person i like to call them modern day pharisees and they have this negative voice and they think they're really pompous they think they're better than you based off what they do and that is based off of a system of works like my own works got me to this level and because i feel this spiritual high you're on a lower plane meaning i can't even be around you because you're on a lower plane and when all reality somebody is experiencing a negative emotion that's why i really went out of touch with my own emotions over time i 
every time I was sad or felt depression from mm-hmm. like it was just a symptom. And you're from saying the like negative feelings, but like right. they would say you're vibrating at a lower frequency. Like they exactly. would tell you that you're at a lower level of frequency because you're feeling things like depression, shame, guilt. And like those are just symptoms of traumatic events. Right. But instead of getting to the root cause of it and getting some help, going to therapy, getting medication, you're putting band-aids on it, spiritual band-aids. And I would always have music on. Um, I specifically would do tarot and I would listen to chakra music all the time to the point where my then partner was even had a concern. He would always ask me why I was always playing this music because right. I was depressed. I was sad. I was not dealing with the, I did not know how to deal with the trauma I was dealing with. And I thought that that was my only outlet, my only way. But I definitely want to talk about the music. So like, the different frequency musics basically like there'd be a certain hertz that you'd listen to Mm -hmm. and by listening to that you were aligning your vibration your frequency with that of the music and so it's basically saying like you're gonna manifest this into your life you're going to manifest a soulmate by listening to this hertz and it's like Yeah, yeah i don't even know how i was like believing that you know like i don't i don't understand it goes to a point where like some of the videos are very specific even videos that are tight that are like subliminals like this one would change your eye color this one will draw in your twin flame soulmate this one will clean your lower chakras Mm -hmm. and i was always always listening to this stuff at work during while i was driving while i was going through while i was triggered Mm -hmm. and instead of knowing how to deal with those triggers I was opening myself up to the spiritual music that in turn was very detrimental to my mental and spiritual health. Yeah. And you made a point like because when I was coming out of new age, you basically you were telling me that like by listening to those, those are just opening kind of like portals into your life. Like you're yeah. opening a portal by listening to that. And it makes sense because it's like once you cut yourself off from all the outlets that are actually like tying you down, you feel more free than the freedom that it was claiming you would feel to begin with. Right, right. And I didn't know that at the time. Like, I didn't associate New Age with religion at all. So I didn't really recognize the external religious practices I was doing more and more and more. And I became religious. Like, keep in mind, I did not grow up religious. Like, I grew up with Christ, but we weren't religious at all. Like, there's a massive difference. And I was never religious until... I got into new age and honestly it reinforced many many mental illnesses like anxiety depression ocd all yeah. these things that were piling on and it was i was spiraling downward when i thought in my mind i was elevating upwards but right. it was actually like yeah. the it was the opposite so yeah i basically hate the higher self doctrine because automatically right off the bat it tells you you right now without doing anything <laughs> you aren't good enough right and then you take that in like you believe that about yourself and you believe that you're not enough unless you engage in what all these other people are doing that are in new age but Mm -hmm. people don't even really label new age new age like i mean at least i didn't like when i was in new age i never like considered myself a new age i didn't even really know what that was like Mm -hmm. i didn't even know what it was i just looked at it like if I was gonna, if someone asked me like, "Oh, what's your religion?" I'm just gonna say spiritual. Like, yeah, I don't that's what people really yeah. identify it as. Like, I'm spiritual. I'm spirituality yeah. and stuff like that. And so I would just say that. And now it's like after all these times of like, I would feel so anxious even just going out in public somewhere if I didn't have like a certain stone in my pocket that was yeah. gonna keep me safe. And now it's like, oh, I yeah. can just say the name Jesus and feel more free than I ever felt right having any stone saying anything like i just feel more free now just like knowing i can just like plead his name and i'm safe like there's he's already won that battle against the enemy so i have nothing to fear now right it's like eternal security it's eternal security and you just brought me back to memories where i used to carry around my stones and rocks because at that time i was going through what i call spiritual complications um, there were people who were trying to come at me with their own witchcraft practices and then when I was still in new age I thought that the only way that I combat it was by doing these chants that would ward off evil spirits or I would put on certain frequency music I would do my own witchcraft and spells yeah. I would burn sage and stuff like that but it was very cyclical it kept happening again and again and again and it was very it was so stressful not only was that stressful i was dealing with 
unresolved PTSD and trauma. And I did not know what that was at the time, what kept flaring up. Like if I listen to a song or if I Mm -hmm. look at someone or if I walk past certain locations, these things can trigger you and you cannot control your triggers. And I feel they like happen. you never even try and heal it because you're so focused on just like jumping over it. and How you feel, to- how you feel in that moment. Yeah. And um, it's very, very, very chaotic. It was very, it was an emotional train wreck ro- roller coaster for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, the higher, the higher <clears throat> self doctrine, you do all these external things and to get on this higher plane or higher consciousness, so to speak. And you operate out of that. For me, it was always really temporary because the high was, it was just always temporary. It was like, um, when I used to smoke, it was just like smoking or when you get drunk or something like that. It's very temporary, but it tells you you're not good enough where you are right now. So you have to do something outside of yourself to fix that. And that's what I don't like about it. Because while these people think that they feel good by doing something good for themselves, it's a false sense of confidence because it's like step one is insecurity. Step one mm-hmm. is like you're not good enough and then you're running after what God has already accomplished for you. Right. Like for me, personally, my faith is in Christ, the one that saved me from all of those things. And while the higher self doctrine says you are not good enough right now, you're, too, you're on a lower dimension, you're on a lower plane right now, you got to do something about it. God, Christ Jesus said, I have accomplished everything already for you. And you don't have to do these external things and worry your mental. Because the way that God designed us, we were not designed for religion. People people are like, oh, wait, isn't Jesus religious? Isn't Christianity a religion? There are religious Christians. That's the only division. There are religious Christians that do not line up with the actual scriptures, the actual Bible, the actual gospel. No, and I feel like people that, like, have the spirit of religion with them, they, Mm -hmm. at least in my experience, like, they tend to be more judgmental. Um, They carry, like, like, they have to be right about things. Mm -hmm. And people that follow Christ unreligiously... Right. I feel like they're, and I can't, I can't stereotype all people like this, but there's more of an acceptance there because you're focused on loving people like Christ did. Like you're not so focused on how they're not following what religion says you need to follow. Like they're focused on just loving everybody and like being the face of Christ to show them that. Pretty much. They're focused, like they're focused, they have this self-awareness that I'm, I have flaws. I'm imperfect. I'm a work in progress. But guess what? God has done everything for me. I don't have to do these external practices and open my spirit up to malevolent spirits. Now, I really want to get into that. Like, when I was in New Age, um, they did, the people, the witches at the time, they do acknowledge um, benevolent, is it benevolent? Malevolent spirits, but they call them negative energies. They acknowledge demonic entities and they acknowledge them but in other areas, that's why the whole New Age thing is so blended with different doctrines. I think that the devil, Lucifer, uh, demonic spirits are not real. It's just a state of mind. Correct. They think it's a state of mind of fear. They think it's a state of um, a lower vibration if you think that any of that is true. And that it reminds me of a quote that I read before that said the best way the best deception that lucifer had told the earth is basically like convincing them that he's not real right and we have power over him but when the like how spiritual warfare works is really it gets down to the nitty-gritty of things when you have these things like let's say i had tarot um crystals all those items in my house that i thought would keep me safe those things act as legal rights for these malevolent spirits to operate in your life you just don't know it yet and that's the that's kind of the whole operation these spirits don't want you to know that they want you to think that they are your spirit guides they want you to think that they are helping you and guiding you and aligning you to a higher state of consciousness but over time it's it cripple it cripples your spiritual development because how our our human design we are a body soul yeah. and we are a spirit we're made in the image of god he's true in we're true in does that mean we're god no no because we, we're not perfect exactly like, we're, not, we're not, perfect. not god but we are true in like his children like i'm yeah. like i'm not my mom but 
me and my mom got some we still got the same hereditary traits and stuff like that it's like we're we're different people fighting like a real spiritual enemy that like does not want your peace does not want your happiness does not want you in happy relationships does not want you to find any type of peace in your life honestly haters do yeah it's like it's It's hate but the thing is is like what i'm really just kind of feeling right now is the people that maybe you find yourself in new age right now or you're wondering if you do not all the things we're saying are going to resonate with you so like even if you're being like okay well maybe i was a new age but none of this sounds like me there's a million states to this so it's like you might start out <laughs> yeah and be on one oh level of new age and you're like i don't know about any of this i don't know anything that you guys are talking about this is not me but that may not even be your thought like that may be something like speaking that thought to you that it's not what this is because it doesn't necessarily want you to come to the realization of yeah. what you're in yeah i really want to emphasize that when i got in, out of new age it wasn't because of people i'm gonna right. tell you that right now i wasn't listening to anyone because i thought that they were on a lower mental <laughs> vibration right. so when people told me about god and how the stuff that I was doing wasn't the truth and how it was opening opening up spiritual doors. Mm-hmm. Of course I wasn't listening. I thought I was enlightened. But it took God himself to show me the <laughs> truth. And since I walked out, I've been experiencing so much peace, freedom, that I honestly, I'm still to this day articulating like, honestly, um, but there's this one quote that I want to bring up when it comes to the higher self doctrine. You can't hate yourself into a version of you that you love. Right. Because when you're trying to, when you're, the, the higher self doctrine is an automatic, it's a striving. It's a striving for a spiritual state that has already been accomplished for you mm-hmm. by God. How has it been accomplished for us? Well, um, it's been accomplished because of what God has done on the cross for us. It's more like it's it's really spiritual, really deep, more than just Christ dying for your sins. And sins is deeper than what you do or don't do. A sin is not like, oh, I took an extra cookie out of the cookie jar. Sin yeah. is a spiritual state of being that Lucifer, yeah. the fallen angel, intended for us to be on because he was jealous and did not want us to be in basically in our original state, which we are now once you accept Christ by faith. But in our original state, we were in an intimate relationship with God. There was, no, there was no separation. So religion couldn't even be in the picture because there's nothing that we needed to sacrifice to God to be in a relationship or to be light or to be accepted by him. So mm-hmm. that's basically what, like, I think everybody, like, most people know the story in Genesis, how the snake, um, you know, beguiled Eve it basically mm-hmm. tricked her into sinning against God or disobeying God. In his yeah. in his mind, he thinks, okay, this is going to take humanity, God's masterpiece <laughs> that he loves so much, and put him in a lower state because he's mad. So God already foresaw this, and he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why he sent Jesus to die for our sins. The fall of man is a spiritual was a spiritual event when man basically was cut off from god spiritually right so like what i feel about that is like we all have eternal souls but the difference is we either are going to have eternal life or eternal death and life comes from following jesus and there's a passage that literally says like jesus is that gate like and by believing in him and believing it here like that's what gets you to have eternal life because Mm -hmm. like we like you were saying like we have real spiritual warfare and the other thing is like so I grew up religious and like I've I was a Christian and a new age. So like I rededicated my life in 2018 after not believing in anything for a little bit. And I would say like from 2008 I started the I started this relationship with new age in 2016. And so when I got saved in 2018, I kind of just thought like all that died too. And the symptoms I was dealing with of, like, a lot of mental disorders died off when I got saved. But I did not realize that I was still carrying the practices of new age into until this year. And so from 2018 until 2021, I've been a new age and did not realize it. And so you can be a Christian and still be a new age. Almost definitely, yeah. Yeah, and not realize, like, the effect it like, it's actually having on your faith. Like, you don't know how much it's stunting. And so... 
as soon as and i know one thing you want to talk about is just like over time removing items and things that you like cut off from yourself and you mentioned sage earlier and that's like one that was a more recent thing because it's like oh well, what's wrong with that you know that's just cleansing the space but he's already cleansed the space you know what i mean like he he's, he's cleaned it like i don't need sage to burn and that's the other thing is like anything that i ever used believed in put my faith in which i'm including like crystals any necklaces like mm-hmm. anything of that sort is gone like it's gone because and he's and he speaks that too it's like he doesn't want us to have anything in our life that is cutting us off from our faith that we can have with him right exactly because I like to identify these practices as spiritual junk food. You know how <laughs> That's good. You know how when you eat junk food in your physical mm-hmm. body and you slow down, you slow down, you get bigger, but you slow down, you slow down, you slow down. Maintaining your spiritual development is very important for your mental development and your mm-hmm. physical development. Like take your vitamins, mental development, play brain games, yeah. um, do some art and stuff like that, be creative. But when it comes to your spiritual health, what New Age does is cripple it by adding all these external practices that are not only dead, but are open doors for malevolent spirits to that attach to your spirit like a leech, yeah. draining you of your virtues and not, in essence, not making you live up to your highest potential, even though that's what they basically display and market oh come on new age we're going to help you live up to your highest potential Mm -hmm. but it cripples your spiritual development so it's like you can mentally and physically be moving up but if you're not spiritually if you're not um spiritually developing at all that's still an issue so literally i felt like when i was healing in new age i always say this um metaphor analogy yeah um it, healing in new age is like being on a hamster wheel but when <laughs> i got out of new age and healing with christ it's like being on oh, stairs yeah like, that's you go, so good it's like sometimes it's, it's hard in the beginning but at least you go somewhere you go up and then this profound peace that you feel and i feel like god had died because he knew that the human condition we were not built for religion we're no. built for relationship. Yeah. We're built for an intimate relationship with our creator of these beautiful galaxies that we can just be in awe of. Mm-hmm. The one that was outside of time and space. Correct. The one that loves us, not just as a light source energy, but a God, a creator that has feelings like you. He relates. He's relational. Like new age is transactional. That's, if you do yes. this. Yeah. Yeah then I'll get this. The universe will give that to you. If you do this, then I'll be healed. If you do this, if you get this crystal, it's a transactional relationship. Yeah. And you have, if you think a relationship like with your partner, your mom or dad, um, you don't go up to them every five seconds saying, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And if you do do that, I think there's some area of concern. But that's not how God is. Even there, even There's some religious Christians that still operate that way in a religious mm-hmm. mindset. They think that it's works. I feel like with religion, you're putting boundaries on God. Like, you're putting a boundary of, yeah, like, yeah. who was, he is. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that as well. When you have... I actually wrote this down. When you fill your life with religious practices or new age, you don't give God room to operate or to move yeah. or to even speak to you because no. you think that yeah. your intuition, your regular is thoughts, God speaking that to you. your thousands of thoughts as you have a day, you mm-hmm. think that that's God. You think that that's everything you need to know to live your life and to stay in alignment. But we are human beings. We are imperfect. Like God has restored our spirits. We're good. We don't have to strive for salvation or to be good little boys and girls for God. We don't have to do that. But we are still like children. We're like children to him. Like our de- yeah. like development. We have a lot to learn. We have more to figure out. But he gives us a foundation. And that foundation is faith and relationship. And honestly, that brought me to... Because I honestly have conversations with my agnostic friends. I love them so much. Like I love astronomy. I love physics. I love yeah. um, thermodynamics and all of that. And even in the group that I'm in, I don't really bring up God as much because I know it's like strictly a science forum. But 
And it's like, it can be intriguing to you, but it's like, you're just not putting your faith in that anymore. Exactly. Exactly. It's the study of Mm -hmm. God's creation. And when my friends that don't really believe in God or creator or Mm -hmm. anybody else for that matter, um, they like, when this was, this was honestly my belief too in new age. Well, we don't know anything. We are never going to know the truth. We're never going to know this, never going to know that. But it's weird because it's ironic because the place is like an emphasis on enlightenment. (laughs) Enlightenment of what? If we're not going to know everything, then what's the point of that enlightenment? That's one thing I can agree as far as human beings, we're not going to know everything. Why? Because we reach the absolute level and then what? Exactly. Like we can't know everything because we're human beings. However, that does not mean we're going to be to and fro. We're going to be chaotic in different religious boats. God gives us a foundation. He's not going to leave us on this planet without some form of foundation to stand on and to grow because a new age you believe that you're growing but you don't have any foundation to stand That's on so true so when things yeah. get chaotic you reach for these things that are detrimental to your soul in the long okay run. so like one thing i've i mean i've struggled with it for a few years but i've had a really bad relationship with dissociation mm. but especially during my time with new ages like when it was really bad because when you just said foundation like mm-hmm. that kind of hit because I was just kind of like, why do I feel more grounded now? Why do I feel, like, leveled out? Like, I don't feel like my head's just, like, in the clouds all the time. I don't feel like I'm just living up here anymore, you know? I feel like I can, like, have normal conversations with people. I don't feel like I'm looking at them and going... I bet your spirit is this. Like, I bet you're vibrating so low because I can read you and I know what you're thinking. And it's like, God tells us, like, we don't need to know everything. We don't need to know how anything works. And it's like, he's all he's trying to do is just protect us because he sees what we don't see. He sees dangers that we're not aware of. So it's like everything he's doing is just to protect our spirit. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, he's, he's our father, our friend, our comforter but i love that comforter like i mean it really is like yeah. for real like straight up but um yeah i just i'm really interested in like like it's, it was it's such an interesting journey walking with god because mm-hmm. he does teach you things like he does show you things but he knows when you're ready to receive something right. so you don't have to stress yourself out thinking that you don't have enough knowledge of god um in the beginning when i first got a new age i thought that i had to read the bible all in one sitting that's also not true because god took me through a season of when i didn't read the bible at all right because he wanted to show me that i can speak outside of the word i exist outside Mm. of the word and that's when our relationship was actually growing and because like we was like you got to be in a relationship with god this i'm not saying you have to read the bible every single day like Mm -hmm. strict religious rules it's just when holy spirit has room finally has room to work on your spirit he trains your ear to hear him and discern his yeah. presence and then you will know yeah. that was god oh yeah that was god oh god's saying this you can distinct what's your thoughts and what's god's thoughts and you because thought like you heard god before and then this is different like this is yeah. on a whole nother level pretty much yeah so and it's like it's less chaotic because humans we deal with thousands of thoughts a day (laughs) thousands of influences a day thousands of voices and some of us have untreated traumas that Mm -hmm. can honestly affect that and put like and like distort our lenses of life so that's why i just hate the you know my thoughts create reality um doctrine because what if someone with thousands of thoughts a day have unresolved trauma and they think that what's what they think what they perceive in their life is reality and they think they have to change it i mean honestly that scenario can end in something that's extremely dangerous but honestly i do want to answer this question how can new age be abusive like religious churches like what are the exact examples of spiritual abuse that i experienced in new age occultism and versus you know um church abuse like within, okay so i do have this example that i have gone through a lot and there's like so much that i can definitely unpack from this um it's basically one thing i experienced a lot was the magical thinking ocd it is a subtype of obsessive compulsive disorder that resolves around revolves around superstition mm-hmm. It is centered around the belief that one's thoughts and actions can influence events outside of their control. People with this OCD subtype often believe that good things will happen if they have good thoughts. They also might think that bad things will happen if they have bad thoughts. 
To prevent bad things from happening, people with magical thinking OCD are often preoccupied with certain numbers, colors, words, actions, or superstitions. They often have very specific compulsions that they think will prevent misfortune, such as knocking on wood multiple times. And they usually know that this is irrational, but they would rather be quote-unquote safe. So I experienced this both in New Age and even coming out of New Age because even when God led me out of New Age, I was still very religious. I was fresh out of that, mm-hmm. and I thought that something bad would happen if I didn't turn left on the street because oh I thought that yeah. this voice was God. I'm like, That's oh my so God, I didn't real. turn left. And then I literally cussed myself out, and then I started crying because I was like, God, I know that's not how you view me. But and then, then he- like, things will happen. You know what I mean? Like, maybe something happens. You go, see, I should have listened to the voice. Exactly. And it reinforces it. Exactly. That's OCD talking, yeah. for one. That's because God is not condemnation. No. Like, even the word says that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So you should not beat yourself up for making tiny human mistakes. Yeah. And I absolutely beat myself up in the mud for making mistakes and a lot of that had to do with the religious abuse that i was going through with new age and the ptsd and the the symptoms of what i experienced through the traumatic events in my life so like i said there was so much really to unpack with this because i thought that i always tried to maintain positive vibes or positive thoughts and that honestly puts you in denial of how you feel now it puts you in a state of denial and and honestly suppresses suppresses emotions but like it's a good thing about me like because we all have our free will i was never one to really suppress emotions i don't like suppressing emotions if i feel a type of way you're gonna know about it but you know i did not know that how toxic it was being new age at the time i couldn't really be myself and i was losing myself the more that i was in it so another example is like unhelpful advice with for people with ocd um quote unquote trust your intuition positive vibes only just stop thinking about it other people have it so much worse and have you tried going for a walk all of these things um invalidate how you're feeling right now Mm -hmm. they invalidate how you're feeling and especially the positive vibes one and it's like if you see somebody having a rough day or going through something and you feel like you're in disgust because like oh my god this person is such of a low vibration this person has like negative vibes like that's just a person experiencing emotions on the spectrum because emotions are a spectrum well and i can like speak for the christian side of it too because like i've been on a toxic side of christianity before Mm -hmm. where i'll see someone going through it and i like almost get like uh, the spirit of judgment and i'm like have you prayed about it like and i've been there i've literally been there where i'm just like well you say like you have faith or like in regards to someone who like does believe in god and it's like Mm -hmm. well you're saying like you're dealing with all this but have you gone to god about it and see now i realize like we're never supposed to like do that to somebody we're supposed to like how can i help you how can i pray for you how can i help you during this time right that's being like christ like christ never sat there and was like why haven't you prayed to me you know like he never judged people even people that like did things that this world would judge them so harshly for like he I mean, another thing is, like, he didn't come to save righteous people. He didn't come to, like, save people that already, like, believed in him. He came here for people that are sinners, people that are so far drifted from him, honestly doing, like, the worst things possible in this world. Like, that's who he came for. Like, he came to rescue you. He came to rescue anything. He came to rescue from, like, the worst thing that you've done, maybe something you've never even told one single soul about like that thing is what he wants to free you from he doesn't want you to carry it he doesn't want you to hold that to yourself and he tells you like the second you come to me and you bring that to me i will take it from you and it's like that's where it's relationship over religion because he's like have a relationship with me to come to me and give me everything that's your baggage and I will take that weight from you right. with no like repercussion like you won't have to worry about any like charge and you said transaction fee like there's no transaction with God you tell him take this thing that's just like dragging you down I've been carrying it for a decade and he's right. like done it's very it's a reciprocal relationship as well it's very there's a lot of reciprocity and um yeah, and as far as when we do things for people, it's not, it's out of the kindness of our heart. It's not to be in a right place with God. It's not to be saved. It's not to be. It's not to avoid hell and brimstone and yeah. uh, apocalyptic fire and stuff like that. It's not. We don't do it because of that. We do it out of the kindness of our hearts. Because honestly, the more that you do something, 
and with an agenda thinking that it'll save you a spot in heaven it's very self-centered and selfish and he doesn't like that like he right. hates that I mean, when god was here like in the physical like in human form as jesus he literally went off on the pharisees he called them vipers bro i was cracking up like he literally he did not like the religious at all he confronted that religious spirit and that's something that i'm really thoroughly enjoying like the more that i'm unraveling mentally from new age and i'm becoming less and less and less religious and i see how people in new age can be religious i still i mean i've always identified christian religiosity modern day Mm -hmm. pharisees when obviously this like pretty simple examples like they judge you and they really they have issues with pride yeah and even in new age it's just it's weird it's it's very cult-like it's a cult-like hive mindset and it is it, it speaks on positivity and acceptance but overall it's just it's not very disgusting because you know how like bees and ants think yeah well i think so you're kind of like in a hive mindset and but you're serving a queen right what is the queen um right. it's an image of yourself mm-hmm. basically yeah. but hiding behind that is the malevolent spirits and or lucifer so you telling you you're chasing like literally the higher version of yourself you mm-hmm. think you're chasing after this person that you can be if you follow everything correctly pretty much pretty much yeah and i know some people are like well i can't relate to this i can't do this it's not it doesn't feel like a religion to me i i can honestly attest that it did not feel like a religion to me at all like it feels i've been out for a year and somewhat it still feels weird yeah. Like I can say for the most part I'm not religious anymore. Yeah. But still like it feels a little bit weird talking about it because how I used to view it. <laughs> right. And it's like Right. And it's like well that's just weird but you never know that you're in a religion until you get out of it. Like yeah. Honestly, See, even when I've tried to like talk about it sometimes it feels like i'm like talking like something bad on like an old friend. Like it feels like that. Like I'm yeah. really just like And if the thing is is like even like because i used to deal with like an eating disorder and the eating disorder was that friend you know what i mean like Mm. harming yourself is that friend and so it's like you become a friend with everything that's like in reality causing you like your own issues and that's the scary thing about being in an abusive relationship like even women that say oh i'll never let that happen to me i know i haven't felt that i'll never let that happen to me because i'm one of those women that's like oh i don't play i don't play but there was a time in my life even before new age where i was groomed i was gaslighted a lot i was being emotionally abused and manipulated and i did not know i wasn't aware of it until i got therapy until i did my own research Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh my god this is what happened to me and i'm so glad that i was aware of it but now not only am i aware of it i can actually process it right you know and i know that new age is very heavy on mental health as well Mm -hmm. but that's one thing I guess I could give to them. They're very help. They're very good on mental health. They like to make you self aware of your mental health, but it neglects your spiritual health. Mm. It, uh, yeah. it it neglects it like tenfold. And oh, my Hansel's crying. But um, yeah. It's it's just I did not know it at the time. I thought that the practices that I was doing was revitalizing my spirit. But honestly, even mentally, mentally I was spiraling because. The, the like the longer you're into it and you just mask put masks and band-aids mm-hmm. on your pain it's actually not even beneficial for your mental health so it's very contradicting honestly it's like it's like I giving you a pamphlet a but you go to this cheap <laughs> you go to this cheap motel and it's like yeah i want to talk about the like you were talking about like positive vibes and that mindset so like mm-hmm. I haven't been on social media for a minute, and part of that is I'm de-shedding the person that I created for social media. So, like, mm. who I am on social media, like, yeah, it's still it's still broke, it's still me, right? But it's, like, a different version of myself that was, like, toxic positivity, you know? Mm-hmm. I only went on social media, I only posted when I was in a good mood. And anytime I was depressed, anxious, really out of it, oh, I was off social media. Right, And right. any, like, let's say messages, I would never check them. 
I would get on literally to post something and run off because I felt like I had to like commit to that. I had to commit to a post. I had to like let people know, hey, I'm still here. I'm still happy. Like I'm still positive. I feel like a lot of people do that. They do. With or without new age, especially celebrities. And that's like, that's social media in general. But like, Mm -hmm. that's where I really kind of like got deep in new age too, because like a lot of accounts I follow were just preaching the same thing. Just like follow yourself, like be more positive, this, this, but it's like the shadow work side of it. Like no one i mean you might see like some on there but at least like what i was following they didn't talk about like healing your trauma they were just talking about like being above your trauma like let's be above your issues let's be above oh ew yeah disgusting but yeah it's like honestly not to just say that like healing trauma it focused on i was focused on healing chakras rather than trauma and i'm like bruh well it'll be like if you're referring like let's say so like your safety chakra, like people will tie in that with like issues you've dealt with like physically, emotionally, mentally, and then Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember because that's part of the reason why I got into New Age in the first place. I was um Was that like your gateway? Yeah, because after the traumatic event, I experienced so much anxiety to the point where I left my classroom mm-hmm. and I was crying I couldn't stay in the classroom in college because I started crying and shaking. I haven't experienced that much pain in my life. And I didn't know how to deal with it. It was it felt like somebody was grabbing your guts and going mm-hmm. every twelve seconds. Ooh. Like I felt situational anxiety, mm-hmm. but that was just so intrusive. I couldn't even com- I couldn't concentrate on my own life or function, and that's why <laughs> this um, solar plexus chakra can help you heal anxiety. So I will play that non stop. And it kind of didn't help, but again, I I grew, I grew a codependency to that, to those videos. Cause, but then I kind of grew obsessive with making sure all my chakras are perfect. I have a comment for that because the thing is, is that if you're trying to like heal a chakra, I'm not like, it's like, we're not trying to say it can't work. It's just like, it's not actually working because like when I was healing my chakras, it seemed like it was working. Like anything I was hoping would happen, it would happen. But the thing is, is like the second I literally just took a toe out of new age and then a foot and then a half a body, it was like I felt a lot against me. And that's when I realized like all the stuff that was making me feel so safe and I thought I was healing all my issues. Suddenly I realized I never healed them at all. And now right. I feel like alone, and I feel like it's not there really for you. New young. age is like, not I there felt for you. Like an immature spirit. Like I felt so young, and I felt like completely disconnected from who I thought I was because I realized that who I thought I was was just a false image that I created for myself. That as soon mm-hmm. as I stepped out, got taken away with it. Yeah, but I want to talk about our gifts as well. Okay, like gifts that god gives us versus gifts that we utilize in new age everybody has gifts yeah everybody has gifts but but you have the free will to yield them for god's purpose Mm -hmm. or for um new age wait before i get into that i wanted to i wanted to give the church more churchy example Mm -hmm. of how churches can be abusive because sometimes when people hear the word God, Jesus, they get triggered. Well, Why? they tie their abuse in the church as like, Jesus hates them, God mm-hmm, hates them. Right. When it's like, the people are the ones who judge it's, you. Yes, humanity. It's that not Jesus them. judging you. It's the people in the church that are making you feel that way. And that's like one thing I struggle with. Is like, since I grew up religious, churches I would go to would just make me feel marginalized. Like, I never mm. felt accepted by a church, ever. And it's like, um, we're all like unique, but I never fit in. Like I never fit in in a church. And so I felt like, okay, church is not for me because anytime I go to one, people treat me like I shouldn't even be there. They treat me like I'm uh, not meant to be here. Very religious, very pompous. Yeah. And this one thing that I ha- I don't like this saying in the church because um, it invalidates your emotions and trauma just as much as positive vibes only does. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, in regards to somebody else's trauma and traumatic events it was all god's plan i don't like that saying because i thought that and then god told me it was not in my will or plan for you to get hurt but it is in my will and my plan for you to heal 
and he'll use our hurts to heal us like he will turn around and use each thing that we've been through for like our own advantage like he will or for his advantage i guess it's always it's honestly for both his and our advantage because we are healed and he will get the glory of it but yeah it's just when people say oh it's a part of god's plan to that they were hurt honestly that's never really in his plan he doesn't want us Mm. to be hurt he doesn't just want you to be hurt to teach somebody else the lesson he can use your hurt to somebody to an advantage for other people or yourself but it's not like he planned for you to get hurt right he did not plan for you to get hurt but he did plan for you to get healed he did plan for you to recover yeah and that's why i don't like that saying in the church because like even when you're whether you're in a religious christian church organization facility or religious denomination or you're in new age there are these things and aspects that are very detrimental to someone's mental health and it's conditioning someone mm-hmm. into being in an abusive relationship in new age i was I, there i couldn't be in a relationship with god or my creator because one he wasn't exactly identified two i thought right. i was the creator three at the same time it was kind of hypocritical because i was like using different gods and fallen um entities methods on how to heal and stuff but they it was never a loving relationship well and it's kind of like i even at some point saw it as like we all make up god like we're all like the body he's created all of us so we're all one together like yeah Because, I mean, like, some, like, different people are going to experience it so differently. Like, some people will see themselves as as Christ, as, or as the next Messiah. And that's how cults get started! And people will see themselves, like, as God. I kind of, like, the perspective I had was, like, all of us make up God. Like, we are God. Yeah, that's that's what I had to. And, like you said, it is kind of cultish. Like, it is. It's cultish AF, bruh. So, um yeah we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up and we're gonna talk but the next episode about how like the cult mindset like how i literally almost went to a midsummer like healing retreat and all of that exciting junk and how i got pretty much snatched and saved from that right before going so we're definitely gonna make a part two and i thank you guys so much for watching listening wherever you are and um yeah feed your pets give us some water Okay, bye. (laughs) Mood. (laughs) Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. You can follow me on my social medias at N-E-O-S-E-L-A-H. That is Neo Sela on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram.